a lot of us don't have too much of that on the front end built into us because it's been beaten out of us for too long. We can transfer it from one to the other. When we're weak at the beginning, we don't feel like we can help anybody. We, can, we can't help ourselves. How would we help anybody else? Pay attention to the moment where you feel like, oh, wait, I have something to give now. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? Discomfort can do two things. Discomfort can either be the thing that motivates you to go change. Most people change because they're uncomfortable. That's why you change. But, and we see this in research all the time. There's a lot of research evidence about this. Something called learned helplessness. I used to, when I, when I got my PhD, um, I did animal studies. That was in neuroscience. That was what you had to do. And there's this model. It's hard to study depression in rats, right? Because it's not like you can sit the rat down and say, hey, how's your day going? Uh, how are you getting along with the other rats? Oh, I didn't know the rats were picking on you. That must suck, right? How's your mom? Do you get along with your mom? You can't have that conversation with a rat. So they had to develop models of what depression would look like in animals. And the model they came up with eventually was the, the things that would get animals to a place where they would stop trying, stop trying to get better. So I'm going to use the rat example. They've done this with dogs. They've done it with a bunch of different types of animals. But let's say one of the studies, and this might make a lot of sense to you once I describe this thing as a metaphor for life. One of the studies was this. They would take um, a plastic container and fill it up with water. And under the water, so the, the container was um, see-through plastic, right? Translucent plastic. Under, they would put translucent plastic boxes so that the rat would have places to walk through the water. So he could start on one end, get food on the other end, he would walk, but he couldn't see what he could walk on, right? Because the boxes were translucent. So it felt like he was walking on air or in the water. After a bunch of these runs where the animal would learn where the boxes are so it could get to the food really, really fast, on the next try, they would pull out all the boxes. So all there actually was now was an empty, it was a, a tank full of water, rat on one side, food on the other side, but no boxes to walk across. Rat walks out, starts drowning. And literally the experiment was how long would it take for the rat to stop trying to swim to the other side or to stop trying to defend itself? Once they got to this state, that was the state of learned helplessness. Essentially the rat learned there's nothing they can do to save themselves and they would just stop trying. Don't be afraid. Somebody would pick them up when they would stop trying. They wouldn't actually let them drown. But that was the question was how long would it take them? And then they would study all these different things. What makes Animals more depressed, less depressed, faster to be depressed, all that stuff. Think about the metaphor for our lives. Doesn't it sometimes feel like you're just treading water and there's nowhere to stand? There's nowhere to get your head above water. There's nowhere to give you room to breathe. Isn't that what it kind of feels like sometimes? That's learned helplessness. But listen to the term, learned helplessness. Rat's not really helpless, but it learned that it is through a set in circumstances, right? The experimenters changed the circumstances and now the rat feels helpless. Here's why this is important. And here's me taking it back to the beginning of what we're talking about. 
There's external accountability and there's internal accountability. I want you to do everything you can to rely on the external accountability. Rely on the groups, rely on the ignited community, rely on each other, right? The friends that you make within this group. Rely on each other to start proving to yourself that you are capable of doing things that you've been told you're incapable of or you stop believing you're capable of. Rely on the external accountability for that. And as soon as you get a glimpse of it, start seeing how to transfer that to internal accountability. How to start getting to the place where you can rile yourself up, where you can generate that motivation and excitement. Because as you gradually transfer that, as you prove to yourself that you can be accountable and you start believing in yourself, there's a term for that. It's called confidence. I think confidence is confident, right? It comes from confident. Confidence in self is just a belief that you can do the things you try to do. You feel confident in your ability to do those, right? A lot of us don't have too much of that on the front end built into us because it's been beaten out of us for too long. We can transfer it from one to the other. When we're weak at the beginning, we don't feel like we can help anybody. We, can, we can't help ourselves. How would we help anybody else? Pay attention to the moment where you feel like, oh, wait, I have something to give now. Because the moment that happens, here's what has just transpired in your own head. Your belief in your capacity just transferred. Because now you believe you have enough strength, enough wisdom, enough meaning between your ears, given your experience, to help somebody else who's out there. And I'll just put it out here. If you can help somebody else, you can help yourself. And so to me, that's the game we play here. It's why we have no shame in any of our groups. Because I want every single one of you in any of our groups to be able to bring whatever is happening in your head. You can't do it with most of the people out there in the, in the world. You can't do it with most of the people in your regular everyday life. You don't necessarily trust what they're saying given your relationship. And who do they expect you to be always? Same person you've always been. And by the way, that's not their fault. It's who you've always been. So of course they would expect that. But check this out. We don't know you that way. I don't know you that way. Nobody in these groups knows you that way. You get to start experimenting. You get to start being creative here. Start getting really comfortable speaking what's going on in your mind. Stop censoring it. Stop trying to figure out how to look good in here. That is not the point. The point is to start experimenting to figure out who you are. Your real authentic self. Who you really are. Because when you find that person, now you can start bringing that out into the everyday world. But my guess is, at least to a large extent, many of us don't even know who that is in the beginning. I know I didn't. You know, I, my joke when I got out of jail was like, I literally didn't know how to do anything. I knew how to use drugs and I knew how to sell drugs. Those were the two things I knew how to do. And neither one of those was going to lead to a really good outcome. So I started from zero. As I mentioned, this started for me in the relationship group a few days ago because in relationships, this happens all the time. It's very easy to look at your partner and identify what they need to do for the relationship to be different. I can do it with my wife every day. I can tell you, I can tell you at least 30 ways in which if my wife did things differently, then my life would be better. Unfortunately, that's not how relationships work. So it starts there. So I'm going to do whatever it is. I'm going to test whatever systems I can. I'm going to go back to the well as many times as I have to, to create change because I deserve to live a life that I'm happy with. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks and see you next week.